1: Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Addy A Jr. Joining me is the bluey shirt wearer, Greg Miller. Hello, how are you? I love this shirt.
2: Thank you very much, Roosevelt's everybody. Not a sponsor, but they did send me the shirt for free. And Ooh. another one, and a and a Street Fighter one.
1: The President, wait, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Street Fighter shirt.
2: It's an, it's an XL. I will so find y- a way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I'll bring it in for you for sure. I, you were the first person I thought of. Yeah.
1: But I was like... I know you're, you're going to look like You're my son <laughs> You don't, right don't, don't like want to like hit ben back, and run around. You don't want to hit Like text Roosevelt And be like Hey bro Hey homie We're starting
2: small uh-huh. You know what I mean So like I figured We'll do this We'll give him a good Let's see how good I look in it And then we'll beg for more Because they have a bunch Of other cool ones
1: Now who is Roosevelt
2: Roosevelts? You oh You
1: sure people You know I've always read it as results. <laughs> Same.
2: <laughs> now, That's everybody awesome. knows I am stupid, so I could be the one wrong. You are the young ones. Because
3: you, here's the other thing, Blessin, you made this uh, joke, uh, I think on the uh, kind of funny happy hour recently, Chiverches, right? But Chiverches, yeah. Read it as churches.
2: Now, the chat didn't eat me alive, so I assume I'm correct, right? That is Roosevelt's?
3: So I thought they were doing a thing where they're using
1: the V as a U, you know? I think yours makes more sense because if you just say those, all those concepts The logo together, looks like Teddy
2: Roosevelt. Okay, cool. It's yeah, Roosevelt. It's okay. like
1: if you say all those Roosevelt's, right? Like yeah. if I, that, does, that doesn't look like results if you just say it out loud.
2: No. Huh. You learned something today.
1: Yeah, I learned. I We've all
2: been there. Don't worry about it.
1: That's really cool. But yeah, I like the shirt.
2: They got like again, not a sponsor unless they want to be one day. Hey, what's up? And also send me more free shirts. Did they send Brian Altano? They do. They send Altano a lot because I saw Brian always looks great. And so I did ask him one point when I was getting collared shirt era going. Where'd Mm -hmm. you get him? He said Roosevelt. I'm like, because I I saw him
1: wearing a Street Fighter shirt, and I was like, that is raw. Like I need to figure out how to talk to these people. And I didn't realize you were talking to these people. So now, like, is there a way? Now we have a contact. So again,
2: uh huh. We will break out this video. I guess we'll just send them the link. The top of the show is all about Roosevelt. the I have another bluey one that I'm excited to wear. It's uh, all over
1: print of all the different bluey characters. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Holy cow. Well, how you been? I'm good. You excited for the state of play? <laughs> I'm always off. excited. I was ex- I wasn't expecting like the, to get deep into the Roosevelt talk as so well. I was caught yeah, yeah. But yeah, now, somebody's
2: like, is it Rue or Roe? Roosevelt? Roosevelt? Teddy Roosevelt, right? And I'm saying Roosevelt. We had a Ro- we have Roosevelt Road where I'm from, and I I don't know I'm saying Rue. I'm an idiot. No, from there's two. T- there's
1: Two R's in Roosevelt.
2: Roosevelt? I mean, it might be pronounced- Two R's or O's? Sorry, sorry. Two O's. <laughs> There's two O's in Roosevelt.
1: Okay. But it might be pronounced Roosevelt. I don't know.
2: Again, this is like an Aaron Shawnee Cini thing, all right? Mm-hmm. You spell it Shawnee, it's going to be the, Yeah, we're going to pronounce gonna that it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like roof.
1: I don't agree with that one though. No. You're from
2: the Chicago way. I trip. am from
1: Illinois, but no, I'm not going to call it roof. Are you excited for the state of Alex play? says, oh, I know that road.
2: Alex, you've ever heard me talk about the Little Caesars pizzas burning my thighs? That's where they were coming from.
1: Okay, let's get
2: back to the state of play. Yeah, I'm excited about state of play. Uh, I mean, I'm not like... I'm excited. I'm the appropriate level of excited. I'm excited to sit here on the big desk with all of us out here. All of us, including, I think, Paris Lilly. Uh, I think Paris Lily's coming through. What's that? You're a ghost? Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? You can walk through Paris if you want. You come say hey. They can't hear you over there, but Paris Lilly's in the building, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to join us for not only reacting to State of Play, but then the game's cast afterward. Come here. Oh, well, look at this, look at this final fantasy outfit. How you doing, Paris? I'm doing
4: Fucking fantastic, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing fantastic, sir. And I am excited to also comment on the State of Play.
2: Am I expecting big banger crazy stuff happening? Of course not. Of course not. What am I? Ex- I'm just going to hang out. We're going to talk about this. We're going to see some Stellar Blade. All right. Rise of the Ronin. Fuck yeah.
1: Let's go. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited for the state of play oh, just okay. for like when you, I mean, I'm somebody who I'm in the, the target audience for a stellar blade. Like yeah, I look at that 100%. and I'm like, that's my kind of action name. Yeah. Arise of the Ronin. I'm super excited about, right? Like I want that game to be good. I'm I'm somebody who played Wolong Fallen Dynasty last Whoop. year and enjoyed it, even though I think we all gave it a three out of five on the show, but it's a three out of five that I really enjoy. Sure. Right. It's one of those that I'm like, Oh no, I really like this kind of game. I, the thing that I am curious of with the state of play is, do we already know every single thing that's showing up at the state of play? You know, because like we've been talking about in the last week and a half of okay, we got the Until Dawn remaster that that's rumored. We got the um, Death Stranding two on the beach. We know Rise of the Ronin's gonna be there. We know Stellar Blade's gonna be there, and like the list goes on of things that have just been either leaked or reported or talked about. And I'm like, what else do you even have to show at this thing? That is, remember Keeley said 15 games. We don't have a list of 15 games yet. I think if I go through KHDs, we might have 15 games. Fuck yeah. I hope that the state of play is a.
4: I hope that this state of play is a good <laughs> Boy, <laughs> is a <great> <laughs> <laughs> Show show some VR stuff. Show they me are, why yeah. Yeah, show me why I should have a VR. What was
1: state? the VR thing that was rumored?
4: Uh, the Metro game.
1: Yeah, the Metro. Metro, game. that's what yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. We'll see Paris. We'll see, this yeah. afternoon we'll Paris is reacting with things. us. Yeah, of course. Xbox. I'm literally wearing Wearing an X Gas Station exclusive sweatshirt. (laughs) Yeah, you're wearing the X Gas shirt. Before we get into it, I actually do want to give a quick shout out at the top of the show. Uh, Of course, you're a big fan of Invincible. I'm a small fan of Invincible. I like the Invincible TV show. Yeah. Um, And they recently put up for pre-order the new Invincible uh, tabletop game. Oh. Yeah, Invincible Escape from Mars. I will link in the dog barred if you want to pull it up. I got sent this game. uh, Oh. Yeah, about like a month and a half ago. Oh, is this part of the giant box of games you got that one Yeah, this is part of like a a bunch of board games I got from Explain what it is. You know, I love Invincible. I I mean, I can just straight up read from the website. Okay, sounds good to me. Hold on, the website's loading for me. Based on the hit animated series from Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley, this game puts you in the position of either a hero or an astronaut attempting to escape Mars and make it back to Earth without bringing a world destroying parasite home with you. No pressure. Very smart. Invincible's Escape from Mars is a social deduction game for four to 10 players where your objective is to find your teammates, get on the rocket, and escape from Mars. But loyalties can change at any moment, including your own. That's smart. Yeah, I've not gotten a chance to actually check out this game yet because. Like you mentioned, I got a box full of t- tabletop games. Yeah. Turns out it's a lot of work to organize friends to play these tabletop 100%. games. And yeah. so, like, I've had some board game nights with friends, but I've not gotten around to um, actually playing this one yet. This one, though, sounds way up my alley. Here's what I'd like to request. What? Up?
2: I think you should hit up the one, the only, the Snowbike Mike mm-hmm. and do a stream of this, because I don't want to play it. Oh, I'm. Like, we could play it here at oh, the table so or whatever. Down. Yeah, you get however many people and like and do it here live. I'd love to do that.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah. And I wanted to give it a shout out because yeah, they sent me the thing. I and I, I'm afraid if it feels supposed to be for review or just hey, just to take this board game. But I wanted to at the very least give it a shout out because Hell, yeah. it was very nice of them to send over these board games. And of course, I've I've also done work with Skybound like a, a year or so ago, two years ago, where I host helped hosted their um, showcase at PAX, which included Skybound tabletop stuff nice. like this. And so, uh, shout out to that. And yeah, I'd love to get a stream going. Let's do it. It'd be a very fun. Time. Mike. We'll see if he, if he comes through. Enough about all that. Let's talk about today's stories, which include Greg's first night with Suicide Squad, a report about Ubisoft, and more, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about live on YouTube, Twitch, and podcast services around the globe. If you love what we do, please support us with the Kind of Funny membership on Patreon or YouTube to get all of our shows ad-free, watch us record them live, and get a daily exclusive show. For a chance to be a part of the show, submit your thoughts and opinions as YouTube Super Chats as we go. Housekeeping for you, we're reacting to the PlayStation State of Play later today on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, That's going down at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Our Suicide Squad review so far is up on Gamescast. That's up youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by the Kind of Funny membership, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the roper report
0: it's time for some news we have six stories today
1: a baker's dozen i don't think mike heard you you want to call him again
2: no it's fine we'll tell him later fair enough i'd also told me if he wants to come in later on this suicide squad because he played more so we'll see what he does well
1: let's start off with story number one we're gonna talk about Greg's first night with Suicide Squad. Hello. Uh, over the, the the nighttime when I was asleep, I got a Slack message from Greg that I didn't read until I got in this morning. was like okay. nine nine a.m. and I was like, oh shit, I got some Slack notifications here. And it was Greg being like, hey, like if um, there's room for it, I'd love to like talk about Suicide Squad because I, I played a lot more uh, over the over last night and I have more to say about it. Yeah. Greg, where do you want to start with Suicide Squad? Well, I
2: appreciate you reading your Slack messages. In the morning. Yeah. I don't want you to ever worry about doing stuff at night like that. I should have scheduled send, but it was, I was, you know, I was hep. I was like, ah. I I mean, I would have read it. I was just asleep. I know. I know. Well, I don't ever want you to think you see a slack at 11 and you got to read it. You know what I mean? Anyways, I digress. Uh, This is fun because even though we got kind of forced into this, right? Mm. Suicide Squad, games of service, they needed servers to go live. So nobody got codes early. Everybody started yesterday. One of the things I've pitched to Tim before uh, when we come up around a kind of funny day is, maybe doing something where it's a show, but it's not, but it's kind of like Gregway, but it's not, but it's a thing where when we're reviewing games during embargoes, right? Mm. Basically, at the end of your day or whatever, you give daily updates when it makes sense. You know, not that it's like a rigid schedule, but it is. Hey, I just got Tekken and I played three hours of it. And here's what I think right now. I'm excited to see. And we edited it all together to be one like tick, 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 like video of like day two, day three, day four. And then what the review actually is. Because mm. yesterday, of course, we got to play Suicide Squad when the servers went live and we got to work. And that meant we played about four, four and a half hours of it through a little bit of single player for me. Then a bunch of jabronis being clowns. Then me and Mike being more serious with it. Um, and we walked in here and we did a great games cast. when you know, me, Andy and Mike were all underwhelmed by it various levels of that and we talked about it and we we noodled it and blah, blah blah and we put up you know our review so far which we often do right when we get to an embargo and we're not ready for it or we've only played so much and yada yada mm. but i appreciate this one being a games as a service a live thing you know as fran would tell you the end games what matters blah 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 blah, blah that there's actually going to be reasons to come back and touch base with this one and see where we're at and what's going on with it so yeah i went home last night and probably played conservatively three three and a half probably more like four somewhere in there three to four more hours of it uh, made a lot more progress in the story uh, it does appear like what we were talking about on the thing that the story is quote-unquote short where it's not like three hours six hours but it's like you know that would put my total at what seven ish hours we'll say right now and I mm-hmm. say it seems like I have three major story beats according to trophies to still go through so I think I can I'm gonna knock some out before state of play and then probably knock it out tonight to be into the end game and see what that actually is yada 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 But one of the things I said on the review and that I said in my tweet, which I always hate because when you throw any part of any review into a tweet, that's what it becomes no matter what, right? I called the game on Gamescast soulless. And there's a lot of words that surrounded all of that, but I want to after putting the controller down last night, the first thing I wanted to do was grab onto that and talk about that. Mm -hmm. The game is soulless, but It's heartbreakingly soulless when we're talking about combat and when we're talking about open world traversal. Mm -hmm. What I found so bittersweet last night is that the story is so good. The story is a really good DC comics story. I still wish I wasn't the suicide squad, blah, 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 But I'm enjoying what we're doing. I'm excited to see where we're going. And you can't wait to see how it's all going to end kind of thing. Right. On top of that, Last night, I got to go. No, I mean, there's spoilers, but you'd expect this, but it's not like story spoilers. Mm-hmm. Last night, I got to go into uh, the Daily Planet and really wander around at my leisure because I didn't have anybody else with me and it wasn't like, you know, the, t- the tutorial and yada, yada, yada. It was like way late in the game. I went in there and it was like walking over and like, where's Ron Troop's desk? There it is. What you walked? I walked by Steve Lombardi's desk and Deadshot made a comment about it and like looking through all this really nerdy DC stuff I would love, going to Clark's desk and seeing a, p- a photo of the Kents and shit like that, right? Like, I was like, this is so fucking good. And like inside this environment, I'm like, this is so fucking cool. It's shocking and so sad that outside 98, 95% of what I've played, of course, is outside in metropolis. And it is just so boring. It is so soulless. It is so rooftop after rooftop to fight purple guy after purple guy. Oh, surprise. Now there's a red guy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, to go into the Daily Planet last night, there was soul. The story has soul. But the problem is the connective tissue between those beats is still so, what were you thinking? And that's what I can't wrap my head around still as I talk about this game and lament this game, is the fact that if you're trying to judge it against Arkham games, or if you're trying to judge it against The Division, even the Avengers, I'll toss in there, right? In terms of games as a service, we're running out and doing it. It just fails on both sides. Where when you think of playing an Arkham game, right? What do you, what do you remember of being Batman?
1: What well, do I remember? Yeah. It? I mean, the, the stealth stuff, the gadgets, the combat, it feeling meaty, all that. Yes. And that is just not here.
2: Mm -hmm. There are no cool gadgets. There are no, I feel, cool upgrades. Like, again, you have this gear menu to put in your, for me, I'm Deadshot, right? An AR rifle, a sniper rifle, different kinds of grenades or whatever. But I'm not getting some wackadoo, hey, here's this crazy thing you didn't think about, or this is really going to change the way I play. The way I'm playing the game right now is the same way I played the game at the beginning of yesterday, right? Which is shoot these fucking people in the legs, then hit the shoulder button right so I get my shield back oh this one guy needs a combination of shoulder buttons to take him down to make him vulnerable it's like it's not engaging on that combat level it does not feel oh my god this feels like an Arkham game or it feels anything like that I am just shooting these people and again shooting in the legs is not fun I don't feel to get the shield back and da 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 da, da which then takes me over to the division right the division as someone who adores that game right it always was the idea that i'm leaving the base i'm going across new york i'm going across dc i'm going over there to whatever it is which means i'm slinking through the streets oh my god there's a random group of people i have to engage with okay no i'm going to go this way to get around them because i don't want to do that okay there's a side thing there's a thing or whatever blah blah suicide squad right it is so large this world and not like too large, but so large that when it's like, all right, cool, you got to go to the main story beat all the way over there. I'm just like, cool. I jump up his dead shot and I boost and I fly and I have to stop. I have to come down and skim on the ground to get my boost back. And then I get back up and do the thing and do the thing. And occasionally I'll see them pop in these factions of enemies on the ground down there, but they're not a threat. They don't even see me. So why would I engage with them? Like for the XP? No, I don't feel any need to level up. I don't feel like I'm underpowered for any of this. Keep going, keep doing things, blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's a rhythm trophy there. There's this thing there. Like, even those, of like you get the Riddler, like you used to get in Arkham, where it was like, oh, you know, I see this and this, that, that. So, what do you do, Batman? And you're like, oh, okay, you click the thing, you do the thing. And it's like, yeah, those aren't feeling rewarding, nor are they feeling cool. Like, I'll, and maybe if I really want to commit to trophies, I'll double back for them. I make my way across this entire map to get to the next story thing, to get the stilted cutscene thrown in, to get the stilted, you've ended the thing. Like, the live service stuff is so stupid here of ending the game. I'm playing all by myself. Every time I end the mission, the poof, mission complete. Here's the thing. And then dead shots, the, number, the captain of the team, and like I'm like, skip, skip, skip. Like, I don't care about this. Oh, here's your mission reward. Division. Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. You swim in loot. Like, you are just r- borderlands, right? Guns raining down on you. You're sitting there. You're looking. oh, is this, is this? At the end of these missions, I'm getting an assault rifle, a shield pack. I look, is it a better number? Yeah, okay, apply it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm not mm-hmm. building out a loadout. Maybe towards the end of the game, I'll need to. Maybe no, I'll that was be my done.
1: question. You know, in, in talking about how in the moment to moment, you you, you have this soulless feeling of like, yeah. man, I want more substance here. Like there should be more here. Is there a an idea of once you get further along, like once you upgrade your character all the way, once you get deeper into the end game, that you'll start to feel that? Connector tissue between like the how the gameplay stuff works together i
2: can't imagine that you know what i mean friend of the show jordan miller at vgc he put up his review today and gave it a four or five stars he's mm-hmm. he's like oh man i do like this and i do like this. but he's like he likes what i'm don't like right now from his review that i was catching so it's like and he talks about the end game though being cool i just read his tweet because i don't want to spoil yeah um i don't see how they would flip this and change this again where it's like even to go to something as hated as the avengers which i enjoyed, right? I enjoyed it because I had the hero fantasy, right? I when I'm throwing, I'm gonna throw Cap Shield. I'm gonna, it's gonna come back, and if I time it right, I can kick it back at them, and then I'm gonna do this, but I'm gonna apply that, and da 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 da. It was also, oh man, Sean's playing Thor, and it looks cool to be Thor. I want to roll a Thor and do that. I, me and Mike talked about this on the review yesterday. We don't even see each other in the game, right? So it's not at any point like, man, Harley looks like fun. Like I don't know what the hell's going on or whatever. Yeah. It's the fact that like, in Avengers you run into people like, all right, well they're weak in the head or they have the thing on their back or da 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 da. These guys. Like Even when it is like, okay, these guys have tapped into speed force, so they're red, so they're a bit faster. I was like, okay, maybe there's... No, I'm still just shooting the majority of them. Once in a while, again, it'll pop up and say, do the shoulder button combination to get the, the shield off from the construct or something. I forget what it's called. But do that. And it's like, this is so brain dead and it doesn't feel good. Back to the division. Slinking through the streets, getting into cover, popping out. When I did get into combat, it was that hit him in the head, right? That thing and the big number pops like, oh yeah, I feel great about that or Blank this or try to barely survive like This is just purple guy for purple guy For purple guy on rooftop after rooftop like, mm. d- 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 It's just like what the shit Is going on yeah. you know what I mean and then it's Like again we complained Yesterday on the show About the lack of mission variety And so I, you know last night I got to a story thing no spoilers but it was basically like, You get the cutscene. it's like all right we got to protect This truck and so now I'm walking I'm doing an escort mission with this truck and I'm like Well this isn't fun mm-hmm. It's different though. At least this is something I hadn't seen before, but it is still, oh, we're, st- oh no, there's people on the rooftops. Ah, fuck fly up the rooftop, shoot them, whatever. Not two hours later, guess what? I'm protecting a different truck. I'm oh, like, oh, okay, we've, we've added this yeah. mission type to the, the sandbox. That's great. This is very, very exciting. And it's like this weird thing of like, I am still excited to play after the show until we go to state to play because I want to see the story through. I'm hopeful that something in the end game Will be like you know what I mean like again with them talking about Elseworlds and the Joker like what are you doing with all that how is that going to work into this that that could be cool but I just don't see what would happen that
1: would hook me to go oh man I need to play more of this I need to do yeah. more of it oh I, I want to call Mike to the stage Mikey because I'll I'll streaming live, I'll streaming Tekken as I do
2: do you want to bring a chair do you want to get a stick Mike what do you want to do uh, he's bringing
1: a chair he's bringing a chair yeah, yeah. I'll throw up the mid mic I've become a big Tekken person lately obviously I've been, I've been hooked on it uh that's a different game that's Street Fighter um Tekken is more like i sure yeah okay you're lucky chloe i'm a big bear that see that's that's what i'm talking about or a kangaroo you know um but yeah i i I finished streaming then i went over to mike's stream and mike was streaming some um, suicide squad with the title is it fun solo Mm -hmm. mike is
0: it fun solo uh yes it is more fun solo than what i experienced multiplayer wise Mm -hmm. i think greg Greg, you did a great job cooking up and saying all that. So I, I don't have much to follow with Greg, but I will talk about well, the yeah. games as a service aspect. I want to talk about multiplayer because playing solo is fun because there is no team up moves in this blessed. There is never a time yeah. where me and Greg come together and smack X at the same time and do some cool team up move. So it's not like I need anyone else. The bots are just there mindlessly shooting, barely killing anyone. Sometimes they come to resurrect me. So really in my mind, you could have just put me as captain boomerang by myself And I would have ran around the same way that I'm doing right now. So, yeah, I don't see myself wanting to play with others, especially I'm trying to wrap my head around the games as a service experience here. What is bringing me back to say I got to grind this for the next six months? This is what I want to play. I want to stick around until they bring the Joker because that's not what I want to do. And I don't see a reason why, especially Greg, you hit it so well. I played every single side mission there is so far in the game Mm. for another six hours of this game, and they're all repetitive. Nothing is challenging. Nothing is new and different. Mm. You go to hack, and she says, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to defend this point for two and a half minutes. What you get is a new challenge unlock. So now I can have four challenges per day instead of two. Mm. And the challenges, bless, are very generic, and they're just giving you crafting material. Mm. That's Not fun. And as Greg said, every time I finish a mission, it ends with a cutscene and I get one gun. I have a list of guns. I barely have enough guns right now to fill out my whole Suicide Squad roster. And that's a problem, right? Because I look at it and I go, man, I got to make sure everybody's equipped. And I go in there and they go, well, you only got two guns here and they're all shared between everything else and none of them are special. So what what am I working for for that guy? I go to Rick Flagg. I go, okay, Rick Flagg, tell me what you want to do. Hey, I got this Pokeball. I want you to go to rooftop after rooftop, collect four people, come back. Guess what? I got a new arms manufacturer for you. New people are going to make you guns, and all the guns are the exact same.
3: So what is, it about, what is it about single player that you're finding more fun? Because it sounds like that you're not getting now, that Andy different will tell of you that an experience playing with other people.
0: The game will run a little bit better, as Andy will say here on the game side of things. How does that add to the things? fun
3: factor? <laughs> wow the cross-examiner from the senator yeah, yeah. From i think him. it's a legit question no, i love How it, I love that it. Yeah, yeah. no that's a
5: great factor. question there the, the game performing better means that i have more agency in what i'm doing and i'm not going to try to like i find my fun in really kind of complex combat situations and trying to pop off and you know with any game it's like when avengers came out and everybody was like oh the combat's repetitive and that one clip came out of Captain America popping off with all the crazy combos. It's like you can make your own fun. I find the game a lot more fun solo when I played last night because it ran better and I'm able to pull off. The, I have more agency in the moves that I'm pulling off and in the scenarios that I'm creating and going to certain areas. I'm not having to deal with like, well, if I re, do, I really want to pull that off, or am I going to deal with frame rate or stuttering issues? I'm having a lot more fun solo. That being said, I still don't think it's like a, a must play or, you know, go out and go get it right now. Yep. But I think it's a lot more justifiable of a $70 purchase for me now. If you were looking forward to this experience at all, where last yesterday, I would have been like, maybe don't bother with this, yeah. you know,
1: let's oh. get in here
0: and, and, and Mission's not having to wait on everyone to slowly go through all four of those slides. I mean we still have to do the end of mission thing but at least when you're solo we can tear through that and keep the game going in some sort of flow state besides sitting there and pausing every time to see the Penguins' loot box drop down in a five second cutscene that's crazy
1: now Paris you came in and I heard you over uh, I heard yes. you speaking with Mike about what you thought of the game and it sounds like you're a bit higher than the other guys
4: yes I was watching the game cast live yesterday and as you all talked about suicide squad and I go they've lost their minds <laughs> In this sense, a lot of your criticism is, is valid, but I, I'm having fun with the game. I, I think that's just the, the simplest way to put it, that, yeah, the enemy types aren't very diverse. Yeah, the scenarios are just damn same. You're going to the rooftops, clear them out and all that, but the voice acting on these characters are so strong. Like, Samoa Joe really needs to start doing it full-time. 100%. Samoa Joe That's Charlie. how good it was. Like, I'm invested in that story, but like I was telling Mike before, I think ultimately I'm having fun with Suicide Squad. I think it'll be great. But this is not going to be something that I'm playing six months from now. I'm going to play it, enjoy it for what it is. I'm probably going to put it down and move on to something else. See, my thing, and I'm with you. The
2: story's great and I'm loving it. The performances are, I I like what I'm getting. But my thought last night when I'm doing it, right, was like that tissue of what I'm doing as the player. I was very much like, if if somebody was like, oh man, I'm interested. I would just tell them to watch the cutscenes when they get put up on YouTube, right. right? And that's my thing of like why I think that that right why I said on the games cast uh, and everything I've said tonight. I would still say I'm trending to a two out of five on our scale, of bad. Not that the game is bad, broken, you're falling through the world, but just the fact of like why are you playing this? Like I get the that story is up. great and all that yeah. stuff's awesome, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like. Why are we getting these loot box screens? And then Why does it all look the yeah. same like this? Why, why were they forced into making this thing? And why can't
5: I just be in the Daily Planet? Because I'm climbing the leaderboard. I'm trying not to be behind you this whole oh God. goddamn time. <laughs> no, I'm on top of the clan leaderboard. Now I'm never going down, baby. They
0: got a leaderboard in this game. That shit's crazy, dude. Oh. Wait, what's the leaderboard for? missions and uh you can you can actually have a solo leaderboard there's a duo leaderboard for your mission rank and your levels it's it's an odd one like how well you do the missions is yeah. okay and
2: yeah all- yeah there's and i think it's like yeah uh, there's a cumulative story total for your thing that i'm on top of our clan leaderboard for yeah. right now yeah because yeah, i think i'm not further top. i think when everybody yeah, you know, he, gets there he's further
0: and that's what yeah i replayed and so i could see where B- greg picked up and kept going also the microtransactions. Bless, you know I love a good microtransaction. He yeah. does, oh, and he I is. love a good storefront, and that's the leading charge of these games as a service. So let's talk about that real quick. Bless mm-hmm. the costumes, incredible! They look great. They are flashy. They are unique. Xbox. They Xbox. look awesome <laughs> in cutscenes because every outfit you put on them, they'll wear in the cutscenes, and it's highly produced. It looks great, right? Mm-hmm. My Harley Quinn in the Wonder Woman outfit, so awesome. King Shark in the Superman outfit. Awesome stuff. The skins look great. Let me tell you, Steady. if you had made a
2: game that had Batman and Superman in it and Green Lantern yo, in and Wonder Woman, I'd be spending a lot of money on these suits. But I don't care about these bless. guys.
0: We look at that and we go, man, okay, we've hit the normal Fortnite, Apex Legends, Call of Duty, games as a service market here. $10 a skin, $5 for the moat. An animation that your Harley Quinn can do a peace sign with is $5 a pop Bless. And this doesn't go just for Suicide Squad. This goes for all these. But somewhere, yeah. we've let the market dictate that a, an animation in a game that should be sold as $5, bless. Let me Which tell you about this insane. game called
1: Tekken 8. But unless you customize the hell out of your character for yeah. free. For free. For and, free? Yeah. So
0: here, and then on top of that, bless, you know. It's but do just, you feel like you're getting anything if it's free?
2: It's a feeling attachment to your outfits. Wouldn't you rather pay 20 I bucks for I love my them? outfits.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. The man made 2B. It looks crazy. Yeah. People are making fucking Leon from Resident Evil. It's a wild one. I saw one. somebody make Scorpion from World Combat Tech, <laughs> and it looks fucking insane. So I guess my final question on this, Greg. Yeah. Is I guess I have a, maybe a two part question. I love it. One. When are we playing together? I agree. <laughs> oh God. Uh, <laughs> how? Like, what? What do you think went wrong here? Do you think it was? oh, uh, they shouldn't like this. Shouldn't have been a games as a service to begin with. Do you think it was? Oh, we needed more time to cook. Do you think it was? Oh, the game just isn't good. Like, I, I, I think this is the thing that gets lost sometimes of like, you know, games come out and they come out and they're two out of five, three out of five, or like not, not 10 out of 10s. Yeah, yeah. Is that sometimes people just make bad games or people just make okay games. It's right? incredibly
2: hard to make a game, period.
1: Yeah. Let alone make a great it's game. Make something that is incredible. So, where do you think it all went wrong here?
2: I mean, my, when I was, you know, I came home last night and as always, Jen humors me and says, How you doing? And I, and she's, and then she knew I was doing all the Suicide Squad So she's, she's like, So how's the game? Right. So I got to sound a bunch of things off of her and, One of the ways when I was in the middle of one of my rants, I was like, let me stop you right there and let me explain what this is, right? It is a campaign that you play with a story that will then open up to this end game that we don't really know what it is, nor do we know why we'd want to do it. You got these heroes that are getting stuff, but maybe they're not who you want to be. Maybe they don't even look like you want them to look or whatever, right? (laughs) Then you're hopefully going to get this Joker thing. They're talking about this Elseworlds thing. So maybe there's going to be characters and story. I'm like, what does this sound like? this is fucking Avengers again, hmm. period. And I say that as a fan of what Avengers was, right? But it is that same idea of why is this happening? Why are we doing a campaign? Why is this talented single-player studio making this games-as-a-service multiplayer thing? Like, why? I think the answer to both of those it is both. I I don't want to ever be the guy who just paints a broad brush and gives you a skewed picture. Yeah, I would assume studio leadership and or the publisher parent company right uh, you know of course square being for crystal at the time yeah uh, WB being for Rocksteady here I think it was both of those games were fucking games as a service are a hit and the good times are going to roll forever look at Fortnite. look at battle passes look at apex let's fucking go mm-hmm. right and I think Avengers came out of the gate as fast as it could which fucked it over because it didn't have anything ready and then it just colossally collapsed <laughs> and then I think at this one it's the sunk cost theory where you're just like, all right, well, games as a service are not popular anymore. For the most part, they're actually looked at as kind of a money grab and everybody kind of hates them. And everybody wants to go back to single player. And again, WB has got to be looking at the success of Hogwarts Legacy last year going, fuck, yeah, fuck. you know what I mean? But you figure they have this and they had Gotham Knights, which was the hey, play by yourself or have friends drop in and call it. And I think it is that both of those were greenlit at a time when they thought the good times would roll forever. And I think Rocksteady is Rocksteady and and has an eye for quality and wanted to make it as good as it could be. And that meant it gestated for so long. And again, I think it is a studio and a team that really hadn't done this before. You know what I mean? Like we can look at Fortnite. And I I you I'd like I'm gonna present this case and you tell me as the apex person if this is the case for them even right. But you look at Fortnite, and you look at what they've done. They're the biggest thing in the world, and you have to remember, go all the way back. Fortnite was a failing game that was about probably to get fucking canceled, and they were like, "We really like PUBG. We're gonna try this battle royale mode for free." Do people? And then people fucking loved it, and then they iterated and built and did things and changed Like you know what I mean? Where it's like both Avengers and uh, both Crystal, I'll say for Avengers and Rocksteady for Suicide Squad did not get to have a minor league game they did not get to do a hey we're gonna come out here and and swing and try a few things and see if it works thing it was we are committed and we're going and how hard can it be yeah i'm sure they knew it was hard but what they didn't get a chance to go and iterate and do it and you look at this compared to avengers and it's the same thing of like i'm i'm just the i'm the imran khan of this in the same way imran was of avengers when i enjoyed it right yeah where it's just like I just don't get this and I don't get what I'm going to, I assume I'm going to roll credits and walk away and be done with it. And I assume when Joker drops and if they get to more people after that, if that's even their full blown plan for it, maybe I'll watch those cutscenes when it comes, or maybe it'll be told that it's awesome and I should go back and I will, but it's like, am I like, what? and again, like this is, a, a, you know, both the fun part of this and then also the very honest part of this again, like, In, uh, you know, I I celebrate 17 years in in, in the industry today, right? This is when Dunham hit me up uh, with my email, which means that 17 years tomorrow I get hired at IGN, right? And you don't usually get to see this part of the process where I have not rolled credits on the game. I do not know what the end game is. I don't know what they're teasing because I don't, I'm not there yet. I would love to come back tomorrow on this show or Monday and whatever and be like, yo, this happened, and now I get it, and the enemies are different and varied, and I, or or they're not, but I understand what I'm building toward when I'm going, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. Yeah. I don't see that happening. I see me rolling credits and moving on to my next review that I already have waiting for me, so it's like,
1: I don't know. Yeah. My second question I was yeah. going to ask, I I might hold off, actually, okay. to your point, right? Like, I was going to ask, where do we go from here? Like, where does Suicide Squad go in the next... Six months to a year. Are we able to build back up? Is there something they can do to bring people back or whatever? But I want to let you roll credits first and like actually get into the end game before we talk about that because I think you'll be more informed with the answer then.
2: Fair enough. Uh, one thing I want to toss in came through uh, the YouTube chat while we were going there. It came from Straight Shot. It's a bit broken, but I think it gets the. I get the point because a review of this seventy dollars got to be comparable when you got to review Hell Divers next week. Mm-hmm. I, I get. I think where we're driving right because of we got. We, I, I don't. Fully like Helldivers is a forty dollar game, but I understand what you're saying. And what I'd like to say is that as of now, from what I understand, like we do we don't have Helldivers codes. So I'm expecting Helldivers to be the exact same situation of like we're waiting for servers to go live till anybody gets their hands on it, right? Yeah. At which point right now the day is booked the exact same way it was for Suicide Squad, where it will be I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna play at my desk, then we're gonna stream it uh, together with the stream Jabroni boys, then we're gonna play, and then I think it's a four o'clock PS I Love You XOXO live review we're gonna do. For everybody, just like we did Gamescast yesterday, or of you so far, to see where we're at. So I'm always excited about that, and it's a, a fun new way to tackle games as a service games.
1: Now, maybe code's come out early, and I'm, I'm wrong, and we have an embargoed thing, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to story number two. But you before we do, it. let's move on to patreon.com slash funny. Over on patreon.com slash funny, you can go and get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors.
2: Kinda Funny turns nine years old today, and we could have made it nine days without your support. That's why 2024 is all about doubling down on our shows and making it simpler than ever for you to get the most out of our content. Our revamped Kinda Funny membership is your one-stop shop for all our amazing content, which now includes on a weekly basis, The Kinda Funny Podcast, In Review, The Kinda Funny Gamescast, P.S. I Love You XOXO, The Kinda Funny Xcast, The brand new series Kinda Funny Game Showdown, five episodes of Kinda Funny Games daily, and five
0: exclusive Gregway vlogs. And five days of streaming fun with me and the gang here in our newly revamped streaming space. It's gonna be filled with a ton of laughter and a whole lot of shenanigans. We'll see you there.
2: That's more than 20 pieces of content a week from an 11-person independent team in San Francisco. That's a lot, and to get the most out of it, all we're asking for is $10. $10 gets you the Kinda Funny membership, and that entitles you to add free versions of the shows, the ability to watch the podcast live as we record them, and the exclusive access to my daily show, Gregway. You can get your Kinda Funny membership on patreon.com slash kind of funny or youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Yes, we are expanding our Kinda Funny membership offering to YouTube so people, can take full advantage of the platform they prefer. If you want to go above and beyond the Kinda Funny membership to support us, we will still have higher Patreon tiers, albeit with some changed up perks. We just wanted to make the message as clear as possible that the $10 Kinda Funny membership is for the masses to get all the core content people love. Everything above that is very appreciated. The support means the world to us. You all are the best. The $10 Kind of Funny membership available on both Patreon.com slash Kind and YouTube.com slash Kind Games is where we see the value of what we do. Kind of Funny is a dream come true, and we wouldn't have it without you. We hope if you've ever enjoyed the content, you can support us for at least the month as we prepare for our biggest year ever. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.
1: If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. And we're back. I want to shout out two super chats that we got in. Just a super chat. Uh, Mara writes in and says, The Invincible Podcast guys just posted a video of them playing Escape from Mars. So sh- shout out to them. Uh, that's awesome. And then Opponess Prime uh, says, They could have made another Arkham Batman game, heavily featured the Justice League in the story, and it would have printed money. Should never have been Suicide Squad. Yeah.
2: I mean, I you're not wrong. And I think, you know, you. but you, again, and I, we're not there. Mm-hmm. Studio heads publisher heads whatever it is Uh, maybe even the team being excited by what they saw out there I mean like that could be fun also what could be different you know what I mean in terms of stretching your legs as a developer blah 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 yeah but they're you know we're not that far removed from single player games are dead and blah 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 blah, and like
1: that and I think that's the tough thing is you know we talk about how hard it is to make a video game it is hard also to do video game business right like especially when you're trying to think of how long it takes to make and put out a video game and then Via like what you're doing in terms of trying to predict where the where the industry is going to be in that it's impossible, right? Yeah. If I start making a video game right now, that's going to be a triple A game. Let's say it takes five to six years to come out. I think Avengers or not Avengers, uh, Suicide Squad was what like seven years or something like that. I'm trying to think of what the industry is going to be like in 2029, and I have no idea like what battle royale craze or what like you know remakes are now the thing or whatever. Like, what is the craze that's going to happen, or what is the dip that's going to happen in the genre that I'm trying to make currently? that's going to affect how it does when it comes out. Because yeah, like you're to your point, there was a time where we were talking about, yeah, single players are dead. Like, oh, we got to pivot, all this stuff. And I, as much as we put it on publishers, and I think a lot of it probably should be put on publishers. I think, yeah, like studio heads or people that are creative in the studio also want their games to be successful, right? If I am the lead of a studio and I am trying to think about the well-being of the people that uh, work under under me or the creatives that are working alongside me and I have to go, all right, let's make another single player game at a time where we're kind of nervous to make single player games or, You know, maybe my publisher came to me and went, hey, if you make this kind of online service game, you might make- We want more of this in our portfolio. Yeah, and like you might make three times the amount of money, which means that your studio gets funded better and all this stuff. Then you might be able to go, oh man, that is going to be good for the studio. Let's make that kind of game. And I mean, like, let's take this all
2: back to the stories we have literally every other day. I don't know if there's one today. There wasn't earlier, but are there layoffs? (laughs) Did there layoffs on there? There you go. Breaking news. Let me me just take it though, but like, The reason you are getting these layoff stories is that these people made bets on what they thought the industry would look like, on what they thought the next game thing would be. Mm -hmm. And to your point, like I talk about it all the time, and I'm sorry, I don't have it, you mentioned it, I guess, but the Super Chat, this would have printed money, right? Yeah. It sure would have. But again, when you are talking to the wheels of capitalism and greed and shareholders and big, it's not that you, oh man, this would make a lot of money. Cool, I want to make fucking Fortnite money. Mm-hmm. I want to make as much. I want, not only do I want to make Fortnite money at launch, I want the spigot turned on the entire time, pouring that money in through costumes and transactions and emotes and da-da-da-da-da, right? Like there is the money, 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 evil side of that, right? But mm-hmm. there then there is the, well, we want to keep growing and we want to yeah. keep doing things and blah, blah, blah. And like there's so much wrapped up in that conversation that. A little bit of profit isn't as
1: good as a lot of bit of profit. And I and I think that even to like the rock, rock steady making Suicide Squad thing, right? Like I could see the conversation being, hey, like if we make a Suicide Squad game as a game as a service and it's a hit, like imagine how, imagine what position that puts us in to make more Arkham games or make whatever game we want to make because we have this thing that's making money for us on the side as we go, so we don't have to worry about taking a risk with every single single player game that we put out. Yeah. that's gonna make money and then have a drop, right? Um, so it's a difficult business to operate in. And I definitely feel for the people that have to like figure out, figure all that shit out. It's not easy. Now, Granted, we see people make dumb decisions in it. Shout out to Embracer Group, right? Like, yep. they're like, <laughs> like they're very obvious bad decisions. Shout out made. to these idiots. Yeah, yeah. but like, I, I think at the same time, it is a difficult uh, business to operate in. Um, I do want to shout, um, uh, bring up some breaking news. Uh, this comes from Jess Cog- uh, Cogswell, homie over at GameSpot. She tweeted out that GameSpot had layoffs today. Uh, she says her job is okay and she'll be okay, but uh, this really hurts and sucks And so she goes on about it. But um, there, I guess we don't have a number on like, how many people were laid off uh, from GameSpot. Yeah. Uh, this is breaking during the show, but our hearts, of course, go out to our friends at GameSpot. Of course. Um, and yeah, that sucks. Story number two. Let's talk about what's going on at Ubisoft. Uh, Layoffs, this, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is, well, we'll see. This comes from uh, Tom Henderson at Insider Gaming. Uh, Tom Henderson put up an article uh, yesterday titled, Inside Ubisoft, From Low Morale to Internal Tensions. It is a longer article. I've condensed it a bit just for the sake of the Roper Report, but if you want to read the full thing, you can go over to Insider Gaming and check out the full article. There are some tidbits here, though, that are newsworthy, or speculation-worthy at the very least. As industry-wide layoffs continue to plague headlines, Ubisoft, the sixth-largest video game company by employees, is at a crossroads. Internally, morale is at an all-time low, and employees fear that the publisher could be next to see a major restructuring, inevitably resulting in a high number of people losing their jobs. The lack of job security is the current feeling felt across the industry, but as Ubisoft leadership continues its never-ending ambition to pursue trends, usually resulting in, a w- in wasted resources or lackluster results, it won't be, it won't be them shown the door if the company needs to reduce costs. In recent years, Ubisoft's strategy has moved away from innovation and creativity and led the company on a wild goose chase to produce what was popular at the time. And this goes back to the conversation we were just having. From trying to produce the next colossal free-to-play battle royale to its desire for NFTs and Web3, the never-ending pursuit has left countless projects being canned, talent being wasted, and a massive amount of money being flushed down the toilet at one point in late 2021 to early 2022 the company had around a dozen battle royale games in development sources said many of these projects ultimately failed to captivate players during playtesting and were subsequently canceled uh jumping ahead in the article looking ahead the publisher's desires currently lie with uh, live service and extraction-based shooters (laughs) Insider Gaming understands that at least three major extraction-based shooters are in development at the publisher. The Division Heartland... The Division and... Heartland still isn't out! Release date, TBA. <laughs> Far Cry's Project Maverick tentative 2025 release and a new IP set in World War II that is forecasted to be released around 2026 to 2027. Whether or not all of these games will be released remains to be seen, but for those working on the projects, it's feared that once again uh, the boat may have sailed by the time they are released. Now I'm jumping way ahead in the article. Despite the hardship that Ubisoft continues to face, the company does have one of its best lineups of games in recent memory. If there are no further delays, Ubisoft has two major releases planned for this year, Star Wars Outlaws, which it says is first half of 2024, and Assassin's Creed Codename Red, which is, uh, which, which is said to be second half of 2024. In 2025 and 2026, expect a new mainline entry to Ghost Recon uh, Project Over, set during the fictional Namon War, two new far cry titles including a multiplayer game project maverick and a new mainline entry into far cry project blackbird two new assassin's creed games hexi and invictus and the already announced splinter cell remake beyond that expect several new assassin's creed games including an assassin's creed black flag remake currently known as project obsidian should ubisoft find success with these upcoming games the feeling both within and around the company is likely to change but first a strong change in direction needs to happen (laughs) <laughs> That's a lot here. What, like, what? I, I feel like I always have this conversation with Tim because it happens to always be me sure, and Tim when sure. there's big Ubisoft stories happening. But like, what's your temperature check on like what is going on at Ubisoft? Like, how are the winds blowing for you? I, it's funny you ask that because of course,
2: when I talk about Ubisoft and I talk about where the winds are blowing, yeah, I say, "Barrett, hit my music." <sighs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> Hold on! Don't panic, everyone. Don't panic. Welcome back. The disclaimer. Welcome. It's not there yet. We haven't got it. Welcome back to your favorite kind of funny games daily segment, uh, Greg Money Talks, where I talk to you about stock advice, even though I'm not a financial expert, and you shouldn't take this. If you remember, way back in like October. Mm -hmm. maybe even earlier than that i said yo the stock on ubisoft's down you should buy some and then kevin gave me permission that it wouldn't be a conflict of interest if i used a hundred dollars of my own money to do this just to monitor it so if you remember i bought ubisoft stock at five dollars and 33 cents it is currently trading at four dollars and 41 cents so i'm not doing hot right now that's not a good thing that's not good
1: okay but
2: if you can weather the storm i would suggest (laughs) buying right now all right i'm just saying it looked bad it looked bad when games did it too? Remember, God, Baird is so good at yeah, this. Yeah, he's really. Good. He's
3: got to be using
1: AI, right? I hey, bear, are you using some kind of tracker? For nah, dude, I just some... know how to click head and tear. Yeah, head. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. But it looked
2: bad. GameStop kept going down too, but eventually that was because of the Wall Street bet thing on Reddit, right? Mm. Right. So I'm just saying, they've either got to come back at some point or get bought. So I, you know what I mean?
1: I don't, I don't understand know stocks. I don't even know anymore, like, with Ubisoft. I really want them to come back. And I... Like, I yeah, there's, there's a lot to dig in. To I mean, so, yeah, back. like... Yeah, like...
2: What's the question? Like, what is my read on Ubisoft? Yeah. I think Ubisoft, it's going to get really fucking bleak. Yeah. I think it's going to be a huge... We are laying off a lot of people. Did I unplug something? I'm so sorry. Oh, Do you know absurd. that it's not actually, like, in... Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Anyways, it's going to get... I, my prediction... Based on just what we continue to talk about and see in Ubisoft searching for an identity, and then the fucking fact that there is this god fuck, <laughs> awesome story here, right? I'm
1: laughing at the the front monitor turned into a beach for a second. Yeah, I know that's
2: what he came to fix. Looking ahead, the publisher's desires currently lie with live service and extraction based shooters. Right, mm. based on everything we just fucking talked about for uh, Suicide Squad, let alone the thing I say over and over and over again about PlayStation's hey fucking Concord and here's the fucking fair games and it's like wait which one was which and there was this which one's the PVE BE but this is the EB like yeah no that is, that is a bad road to go down don't do that but again once the track is laid and you're off to the races you're off to the races I digress Ubisoft if I'm shaking my crystal ball I think it's going to be a dramatic hey we are axing lots and lots of yeah. people's roles and we are going to become a smaller leaner, leaner Ubisoft that is We are making an Assassin's Creed game, and I don't think it'll be every year because I think their teams will be that dramatically reduced. Yeah, I think it'll be that we are making Splinter Cell. We are making, uh, 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 like I said, Assassin's Creed. We are (laughs) continuing for the music. (laughs) Uh, I don't think people can see. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just it fucks me up. Sorry. Uh, We're making a far cry, right? And we're doing that. and We're committing to that. and We're moving that way. Like, I just don't think I I (laughs) think that they're to the point where it's going to get really dark. And I think then I and I mean, again this is me being jaded with how it all works. Mm -hmm. They'll lay off all these things. Again, the stock will go down. They'll do all these different stuff. Maybe they get bought and then somebody else acquires all the IP and can do whatever the fuck they want with it. And maybe, because I mean, imagine that like, you know, let's take away like what we just saw with Xbox of like, Hey, we bought Activision Blizzard deals close. Yeah. Billion, six, nine billion dollars. Hey, we're laying off a whole like 2000 people or whatever. If Sony bought them, right. And it was like, cool. These teams are going to get the time to actually sit with an assassin's creed or, hey, we've done this and Sony Bend is going to make far cry and there, you know, we're giving these, you know, a whole bunch of exciting things could happen there with a whole bunch of bad things that would have to happen to get there. Yeah, I think that's how the IPs would rebound. I think shrinking the teams and getting a focus in there again would be good in the overall because I think then it would be this success story of Ubisoft got too big, too bloated, came down, lost a whole bunch of people and did it, but now they've risen from the ashes and are making the kind of games people want again.
1: Yeah, I, I have been surprised that we've not gotten like a big report yet of Ubisoft layoffs, like in, even in the last fall, and the last month of what yeah. we've seen between a bunch of different huge, like Riot and Epic and all this stuff. Yeah. I'm surprised we've not gotten Ubisoft news yet. And it makes me wonder like, one, when slash if it's gonna happen soon. And then also like, is this money be, is, are they banking on things like, all right, let's see how Prince Persia does, which somebody in chat like mentioned like Prince 300, Persia. 300,000 I think. I saw yeah, I saw somebody curiosity. just mentioned like, oh yeah, it only sold 300,000, 300, which is wild. Uh, but then also- And again,
2: Uh Let's go back to, sorry, just to talk about a little bit of success versus a lot of bit of success, right? For me, student of the game, looking at this thing, Prince of Persia, a thing that old folks like me like, you know what I mean, have a lot of uh, fond memories for. Hey, we're making a 2D, yeah,
1: 2D Metroidvania. Metroidvania.
2: 300,000, I'm like, hey, pretty good job, right? All right, I, that's m- m- more than yeah. I thought, you know what I mean? But and like, I even
1: say wild, more so just for quality of video game, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, a, yeah a lot of people sure. would argue that's that that's sure. probably the best Ubisoft game in years. Right? But it's Where, back
2: to the same thing of like, you know, that's you and me talking
1: to an audience that's like you and me. That like, how, Exactly. How many new games do we play a month? And to your point of... You, you, uh, Ubisoft becoming, hey, we're just making Assassin's Creed and Far Cry. I wonder how much they're banking on. Star Wars Outlaws, please save yeah. us. Like oh yeah, Star Wars yeah, yeah, yeah. Outlaws, please save our souls. Because that, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know where the first half of 2024 is coming from here in, in Tom Henderson's article. I don't know if that is part of the report or if he's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's gonna come out in first half. But if you are talking about a year for Ubisoft that is, hey, we're putting out two major games, obviously we just put out Prince of Persia, but we don't consider that major. We're putting out two major games, Star Wars Outlaws and Assassin's Creed uh, Red, Those both have banger potential. You're talking about a big Star Wars game that is open world and Star Wars has that Star Wars name. And that is, I think a big, that has the potential to be a cash cow for uh, Ubisoft on the single player side. And then also Assassin's Creed Red as well. Assassin's Creed's do well. I mean like putting on Assassin's Creed in in Japan. Assassin's
2: Creed Red based on just the fact that it's an Assassin's Creed like the RPGs and it's in Japan. One of my most anticipated games of the year. I haven't seen a screenshot from it. I just can't wait.
3: My my question with that, though, is like, do we, I bring it up every time we talk about the future of Assassin's Creed, like, is that still going to be part of Assassin's Creed Infinity? Or I, I think Infinity or is just a state
1: of mind. I don't think Infinity is a real thing. You're every, Right now, everything's a part of Assassin's Creed. This show is a yeah, part of Assassin's Creed. The way they
3: talked about it. It sounded like it's a thing.
1: I think Assassin's Creed Infinity it literally is going to be like if you're playing on PC in the way that you have Ubisoft Connect as like a launcher or whatever. I think there's going to be a tab that says Assassin's Creed Infinity, and that's just how you launch your Assassin's Creed games. Whereas on PlayStation, so you think Xbox, it's only
3: a PC thing, and like if it's just if you're playing on PlayStation, it's just you you have I think, a
1: copy of AC Red. I think it's the way they talk about the Assassin's Creed universe. My, my, if you want my take on
2: it, and mm-hmm. thank you for bringing it up. Great, uh, I love talking about this thing. Is I think that they first off. Shout out to them at the time. When they did finally talk about that, they were like, "Hey, we're noodling this. Like this yeah. is." A, I don't think we hear about that again until like Shry or somebody gets used to go mall, whatever pinned down. He's like, "Oh no, we actually are sunsetting that idea." Yeah, I think that I is feel like
3: if that was still a thing, I feel like that would get in the way. And I feel um, like that is
2: like. Whatever the plan was of that being a launcher or that being a thing and yada, 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 I think the writing is on the wall that like we need people paying $70 a pop for each one of these games and they Mm -hmm. need to be able to understand what it is. Back to my point about Prince of Persia, that's not a game that speaks to every gamer, right? Like Assassin's Creed is, again, a franchise that has broken out of us, including you, listener, viewer, right, of people who play, like I was talking about Poe, like Poe loves Assassin's Creed. He's way behind on him, but like, that's an IP that matters to him. It's an IP that matters to mainstream people in Walmart. Yeah. And so I don't think it's time to get creative with like, hey, that'd be a very different Ubisoft, a much more successful Ubisoft that doesn't need win after win after win right now. Yeah. For sh- shareholders like me.
1: Yeah. And I am uh, for, for shareholders like you, I think the idea of uh, going back to Embrace they're talking about, we need to exploit Lord of the Rings. And so now they have all these studios yep. shutting down, a lot of people being laid off, projects being canceled. And you assume in the next few years, you're only going to see them announce lord of the rings game or N- a lord of the rings game right like no. that's gonna be their thing because they know the money is uh, is in that or at least like there's secure money in that as opposed to like all this theoretical money putting out um uh, uh what's the ps2 shooter called that that was gonna come back time splitters yeah, yeah you know yeah. that's like okay we'll see if we make money off of this right whereas lord of the rings they know they're gonna make money off of that 100 ubisoft i think is in that place obviously they're not coming on being like we need to exploit star wars or we need to exploit assassin's creed because that's a crazy thing to say but I do think that that's going to be the, become the business model. I think it is going to be, all right, yeah, like you said, we're going to make Star Wars, we're going to make Assassin's Creed, we're going to make Far Cry. and we're only making surefire bets. We're going to make just dances, Like, the things that we know people are going to buy and the things that we see consistent sales numbers in, those things that we're going to focus on, and we're going to hope, hope and pray to God that Star Wars is a fucking hit. Because if it's not a fucking, like, breakout success And like uh, Hogwarts Legacy might be putting it too much, but almost in a similar kind of way where it is selling way more than anything else we put out before. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of layoffs and you're going to see a lot of restructuring in terms of what Ubisoft becomes. And so moving on to story number three, Uh, fans think Need for Speed developer Stellar could be teasing a new burnout. This is Jordan Midler at Video Games Chronicle. A tweet from Need for Speed developer Stellar Entertainment has caused some fans to believe it could be teasing a new burnout game. Stellar Entertainment has previously worked on Need for Speed Unbound, Need for Speed Remastered, and Burnout Paradise Remastered, and now fans think it could be teasing another game in the Burnout series. Quote, our way of giving you kind of weird insider intel uh, about what we're we're working on uh, without actually telling you what we're working on, the post reads on Twitter. Quote, and the bosses still haven't issued any takedowns. Happy days. Uh, It it continues Attached to the Post is an image reading, POV, you're about to be rear-ended, end quote. The reference to the rear... But also
3: with an image of a cat with uh, With an astronaut helmet? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The references to rear-ending and takedowns have caused speculation with takedowns being the in-game name for destroying an opponent's car in the racing series. Takedown is also the subtitle of the third uh, game in the series. In response to this, fans were quick to point out that the Post could tease the long-awaited return to the racing franchise. Uh, I did do some of my own independent research on this. Good, I'm glad. And I started scrolling down the timeline. Barry, if you're able to bring back up um, the Twitter uh, timeline for that account, for stellar entertainment. they have similar images that they've tweeted out in a similar way where they are like oh we're teasing something let's talk let's tease a little bit about our next project but not tell you what it is so our bosses don't get mad um and all of them have the cat with the with the, <laughs> with the
2: helmet on yeah their whole thing i'm on their website right and they're it's very spacey so i guess the cat with the yeah kinda like i think that's
1: just straight up like their like logo or like their um like mascot type situation Got it. um but yeah, the rear-ended thing, the takedown thing makes me think for sure it's going to be a burnout style thing. I wonder if it's a new burnout or a burnout 3 takedown remaster because in one of the other tweets they have like a oh man, like we're working on really nice textures or something like that. And they they also teased something coming for 2024. And that, for me, screams, oh, we're remade. 2022,
2: we're- they said, stellar without context. Our way of giving you sneaky hints at what we're working on, whilst being vague enough not to get in trouble with the bosses. Uh, I don't know, sly emoji. And then it just says, tunnel, period.
1: That is all. Yeah. let say that was 2022. Time.
2: January 2020. Oh, it's January,
1: January 22, 2024. I see, I see. I see. Uh, and yeah, that I'm like, I don't know what tunnels can mean. Maybe like Burnout 3 I know did have like the um, special takedowns you could do where I'm sure there's one in a tunnel that like gave you like a special like picture. That's usually how they did in Burnout 3. But yeah, I, I, I think I'm leaning towards Burnout 3 remaster here. Okay. Moving on. Story number four. Sega of America is reportedly laying off more than 10% God, of staff. This <laughs> is at Video Games Chronicle. Sega of America is reportedly set to lay off 61 employees, amounting to more than 10% of its total staff. As spotted by Reset Era user, the layoffs were listed on what layoff? An, automat- an automated Twitter account which lists verified layoffs as they are announced. The account noted that according to a California WARN notice, uh, Sega of America will lay off 61 employees on March 8th, 2024. California's WARN Act, which stands for Worker Adjustment and uh, Retraining Notification, legally requires companies to give 60 days notice before a mass layoff. VGC has confirmed via the State of California's Employment uh, Development Department that Sega of America has given notice of plans uh, for two separate layoffs of 49 staff and 12 staff, both of which will be made effective on March 8th. According to numerous employer information resources, Sega of America has roughly 440 staff, uh, meaning a layoff of this nature, uh, would theoretically affect around 13% of its workforce. Sega has yet to officially announce layoffs. BGC has contacted the company for a statement. This sucks in the way that, of course, all these layoff stories suck, but also... In the way of if I'm working at Sega of America and I see this and I'm like what the fuck like our company hasn't even said anything about it yet and I'm yeah. learning from articles or people retweeting just like a fucking Twitter account yeah that is upsetting
2: yeah the Warren Act is a good idea but then also it's terrifying
1: <laughs> if yeah. you're there you have it's your like, coffee looking at a game news, like oh they just notified California they're gonna lay off all these people yeah like 10% <laughs> of us are gone that's fucking scary uh, there uh, there was a tweet that Barry dropped in here um, from somebody saying Sega wasn't planning on laying off any of its employees not until they unionized last Last year oh, uh, so instead of paying their 61 workers more than minimum wage they're going to fire them instead uh when will you recognize uh, at takes aegis uh and start respecting your employees i assume that's the the, the union yeah. but yeah very unfortunate news <sighs> exactly well, your keeps taking.
3: gotta love your subtle union busting
1: Story number Subtle? <laughs> no, yeah, no. Uh, Story number five, uh, we got PDP's new wireless guitar controller. Uh, it's from Taylor Lowes at IGN. I'm not going to get into the full article, but basically this is something we've known is going to happen for a while, right? PDP teased that they're working on a new physical guitar and like physical instruments for Fortnite Festival. I Barrett. actually missed that. That's great. Oh, yeah. And it's actually happening. And so it works with Rock Band and eventually it's going to work uh, with Fortnite Festival. There's a trailer that you could bring up for, for Greg Barrett. Just give Greg a peek on what these, what these things look like. PDP. The time has come to <coughs> rock on. And uh, they've also not shared a price yet, but they say the controller will be released Rift sometime Master, wireless this feature. spring. And it looks kind of sleek. I don't know. I'm kind of digging this thing. Hell
2: yeah. I mean, what's not to love? Yeah. We all miss our plastic instruments, right?
1: Exactly. <coughs> Greg, that was a lot of big news. Yeah. We just talked about. But if I wanted something smaller, say the tiniest news I needed to know about. Where would I look? You'd go to our last news
2: story, the Wii News channel, where we cover all the small news items you need to know about.
1: Story number six. It's time for Wii News. I like to time it out with the drop. Uh, this comes from Steven Totillo. Spec Ops The Line is to be delisted entirely from online gaming stores. We talked a, l- a little bit about this uh, yesterday as it seemed to, uh, to start, but uh, 2K Rep has told Steven Totillo Spec Ops The Line will no longer be available on online storefronts as several partnership licenses related to the game are expiring. Um, confirming what some were speculating yesterday. I like your dance. Thank you. They yeah. good about it.
2: Uh, great, great game. Spec Ops The Line. If you haven't played it, pick it up. I mean, you can't anymore. I thought I was about to. No, I think it's done. I oh, mean, and will I thought it was they were warning us that it was coming. No,
3: up. Yeah, it just happened. What's well, Yeah,
2: Spec Ops line is to be delisted entirely, meaning that it's on, it's
3: coming. Yeah, I, I, p- I saw. I think Wario was still posting that it was still on GOG. Oh, is it okay?
1: <laughs> I'll say I saw a lot of people all last night just being like, oh, it's gone here, it's gone here, it's not on Xbox anymore. So I'm like, oh yeah, I guess you shit out of luck. Can I still if I can still get it on GOG? Let me, I'll chat. Hop is on that. saying no, it's already gone. So is there I anywhere I can still get it? Because I'll like to get Spec Ops because I don't have that game anywhere. Let me know. Uh, In Exile has announced that Shapeshifter Games, the new studio formed by X-Volition devs, are working with them on Clockwork Revolution, Ooh. another follow-up from yesterday. Oh. Grand Turismo Sport received a final patch, uh, which allows offline saving. It's cool. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy, <laughs> That's Re- cool, yeah. <laughs> you know preservation. Of <laughs> hey videos. man, I'm with you. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink reviews are up. It has an 80 on OpenCritic and an 83 on Metacritic, and I'm very salty about that. So I I spent a dollar. On it, in the fantasy critic. Okay. For my fantasy. Okay. And I, I needed to do more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I know 80 is like not bad at all. 80 is actually pretty great. Yeah, but, 10 points. That's great. Yeah, but like... Well, you need bangers. I need bangers. Day. You ain't I, getting the 20s I'm getting. In my head, I was like, oh, well, you got the fighting game. And if the fighting game like, what, an 87 or whatever yeah, yeah, it was? I killed it with that. Certainly, the mainline game is going to be a fucking banger.
2: It, it wasn't, it. It wasn't more it. than 87. You fell for it, my faint
1: the announcement show for evo 2024 will take place next tuesday february 6th at 5 p.m pacific time very excited about that we're gonna see what games uh they're gonna play over there at that evo hopefully we see some Tekken eight and then the playstation plus monthly games for february are foam stars roller drone and steel rising get hyped for that uh we do have one more from wario64 that popped during the show uh power world total players across steam and xbox are now at 19 million Woo! on steam they have 12 million and on xbox they have 7 million wow. Sucks. those records are about to be broke by suicide squad yeah in hell divers hell divers gonna come through demolish anything uh that's it for Wii news let me check the super chats to see what's going on here. Oh, we got, we got some super chats. Uh, Dear Sixlet says, uh, "I'm lacking the game enough, but I'd probably be even more stoked if it was Teen Titans, even with the same game structure. If this is Teen Titans, this would have been my game of the year. <laughs> I fucking love Teen Titans. It's Isn't, shocking to think that people might want to be heroes and not just be the bad guys, you know? Like, let
2: me run around, run around as Beast Boy, and yeah. different animals. Robin, or a Cyborg, Starfire, Raven. Starfire. Like, what a Raven! Sp- come on. Now, are you, when you think it, are you thinking of?" Just any Teen Titans? Do you want
1: Teen Titans go or are you just uh, not go? But like the Cartoon, the like Cartoon Network Teen Titans. Sure, okay, go. but also it doesn't have to be that. Like yeah. it could be like their own take on Teen Titans. I wouldn't mind that. But Greg, I just do you like, not that like team. Raven. You said Greg. I, no, I went, Ooh, Raven. I was like, oh, I, I think love was Raven. Like a, I was like, oh Raven. yeah, like I love Raven. Kind Ooh, of. America. yeah, I love Raven. Yeah, yeah,
2: Raven's great. Let's say Trigon, you know,
1: Metreon. So
2: if you <laughs> love Raven, let me tell you about it. Let me tell you right now. If you like Suicide Squad, I wish you could be a hero. Let me tell you about a free game called DC Universe Online. All right, you can play it right now. You can get all sorts of Raven in there.
3: Is it coming to PS Five?
2: It's a great question. They did finally put out
1: a statement over the holiday. that was like, yeah, we're working on it. So that's okay. Street Shadow says Assassin's Creed Red or Ghost of Shima 2. In all honesty, Mm. Ghost was uh, a better version of Assassin's Creed that I haven't had since Black Flag. I mean, let's just be straight up. You ain't getting Ghost anytime soon, so don't worry about that. If you had to pick one though, Ghost 2 or, or Assassin's Creed Red. One of these games is getting.
2: Canceled. I mean, I would go. Wow. Yeah, they're cancelling wow. the other one. Yeah, I would go Ghost. Then I'd. I'd like to see them. I love Sucker Punch. Obviously, I'd like to see them expand on all the
1: ideas they had,
2: right, and see what they come
1: up with. Yeah, I'm excited for um, Assassin's Creed Red, but yeah. I think for me, Ghost is more of a surefire bet of what I like. Okay.
3: I would not because like I'm, I'm more of the Assassin's Creed fan, but I'm just I'm we've seen ghosts and like what what that is already. Like, I'm just fascinated to see what they're going to do here, what they can do uh, in feudal Japan and if they can actually pull that off. So it's more of an interesting thing than more so than what I personally want.
1: Fair enough. I will say Assassin's Creed Red probably gonna be like 500 hours long. So I'm going to get more bang for my
2: everlasting gobstopper that you'll never get out of games. Yeah.
1: Now it's time for You're Wrong, Were you write in and let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so you can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Dear Sixlet writes in and says Roosevelt's Roosevelt's about section on their website states that Teddy Roosevelt is their namesake, got confirming it. that it's Roosevelt, fuck, Roosevelt, and not results. Both Rose and Ruse are considered correct oh, pronunciations okay, and very uh, regionally. We did it, everybody. But worth noting that both presidents pronounce their names Roosevelt. Okay. They were wrong, and then uh, new uh, new watches eyes says Spec Ops: The Line has been taken off all digital storefronts, Steam, GOG, uh, Xbox. Your hope, your only hope, is to get it physically, but the eBay physical price has risen significantly. It's gonna be one of them games that's really expensive in a few years. You know, before everything was digital. You know, if you have a physical copy of Spec Ops: The Line, pr- protect it, because ten years from now you're gonna be able to sell that thing. 500 bucks i bet if 500 maybe a thousand i don't know send your kid to college i don't know how this stuff works but you're gonna be able to sell that for a lot of money that's it for your wrong hey of course this has been kind of funny games daily each and every weekday we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about live on youtube twitch and podcast services around the globe if you love what we do please support us with the kind of funny membership on patreon or youtube to get all of our shows ad free watch us score them live and get a daily
0: exclusive show until next time game daily